0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome to the Repack, presented by Acme Packing Company. I'm Justice Mosqueda. I'm joined here by Evan Tex Western. Say what's up the people, Tex. Oh, what's up? Life is pain. We're back. Back for another round. <laughs> how do we... Yeah, how do we feel you know, on the other side of the light because the Green Bay Packers at this point, I'm looking at 538 right now, have a 5% chance of making the playoff. I cannot believe this team tried to trade a first-round pick on Tuesday. If you if you uh, believe the Jay Glazer report that the Packers were willing to give up a first-round pick for DJ Moore, this team is not good. No. um, Don't really know what they're fighting for. I mean, the Aaron Rodgers press conference after the game, like, Lafleur laughs and he's like, we got eight games left. What do you mean? Like, well, what are we fighting for? We got eight huh. games left. And then Rodgers is like, he took a long pause because they were like, what do you even do at this point? And he's just like, you got to dig deep down inside you. And hopefully we can go on a run. You're going to be doubted. I'm sure people have been doubted before. In this locker room, and it's like <laughs> this team sucks. This team can't score. Po- this team can't score points. Aaron, you went two of nine for seven yards and two interceptions in the red zone. You're gonna be <sighs> doubted. You're gonna be doubted a little bit. They just like it. We haven't even talked about the fact that all right,
2: yeah, they lost fifteen to nine to the one and six Lions, right? Like, and and they moved the ball all game long. I kept saying it throughout the entire game, like every drive. Of the Packers in this entire game, except for one drive at the end of the second quarter that was one kneel down to kill the clock. Every other drive in this game, they finished in Lions territory and they came away with two scores one touchdown, one field goal. They had three failed third down or failed fourth downs and uh three turnovers. Like, how do you how does an offense how can an offense function like relatively? Moder- moderately well right between the 20s and then just completely trip all over itself
1: every time it gets in the red zone how does this happen <laughs> yeah i don't understand oh. and and we talked about this during the twitter spaces but um you know they were they're were passing the ball at the goal line right and it was because uh you know they were jamming up the bodies in the box it, I, I think Lafleur and rodgers both said that you know, the Lions were getting in there with six defensive linemen, which is something, you know, at times the Packers do too. Mm-hmm. Um, so teams are just daring him to throw. They're daring yeah. Aaron Rodgers to throw. A guy who signed a contract that will pay him $50 million per year. Pain. And Pain. Pain. Have, <laughs> basically, at any given point, he can have, you know, a $60 million dead cap during that contract for the Packers to let him, let him leave. Or have him retire, whatever it is, and they're daring that guy to pass, and it's like, oh my god, the, well, whole, the and- whole the whole thing about that Aaron Rodgers contract, people are talking about. He needs help. He needs help. He needs help. He was supposed to be the help. Exactly. He was supposed, supposed to be the help. He's yeah, getting he's, fifty million dollars per year.
2: He's supposed to be the one that that drives the drives this this engine, and um, you know, helps helps these. Yeah, you know, no name receivers and young receivers come along and 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 drive the offense and when you have you know an offense that really is driven through Aaron Jones and then you don't use him and then he gets hurt in the second half and you know Rodgers plays the way he did like he he acknowledged in his press conference that he made a bunch of shitty throws well yeah thanks we all, <laughs> it's about time that uh, you start using that that type of language with yourself in your own evaluations because man he had he had a bunch of terrible throws today um and and he just i it this feels to me like the pay, the final paid manning season at this point like it's it's just not there and his arm's not as shot as as manning's was for that last year in in denver but like it, it's it's not what
1: it was that yeah. much we can see it's always it's so. How does this get better? Not just from now, but moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they're an RPO based team and they're getting passes batted down, or they're they're getting these things forced to them, how? I mean, do you got to run more motion? Is that the answer? Is that the difference between yeah. the Devonte Adams stuff when you know Jalen Ramsey's head is spinning? Right, and, yeah, and what they're doing right now is that the difference because the arm strength is there. You know, you're you're right, yeah. but he's throwing. I mean, he's going to throw more interceptions than he's virtually ever thrown this yeah. year. The
2: I think uh, Tom Silverstein had a a piece right right away this afternoon that talks about like it. This this clearly can't be the type of offense that Matt Lafleur wants to run. This is this feels like the Aaron Rodgers offense because they're staying in shotgun. There's not a whole lot of wasn't a whole lot of motion um the 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 throwback play to bakhtiari like who's
1: embarrassing what (laughs) embarrassing (laughs) even before the result like yeah you're throwing to a guy who can't stay healthy man Mm -hmm. he was Um, out in the second half and then was like i'm good to go for the two minute drill (sighs) i have no idea. this guy just can come and go whenever he wants to
2: the soap opera continues like I don't know. I don't know that we're ever going to get a good answer as to what the hell is
1: going on with his knee. Um, I didn't like Roger's response after the after the game either. Did you hear it? I missed it. No. He was like, "Oh, you know." He like got a smirk about the interception. Was like, "You know, I overthrew that, or I underthrew that." And like David, you know, in our friendship for for life, like he's probably never going to let that one go. And I'm like, "Why are you oh, happy about this?" Did Oh my God. Why are you happy about this? We just lost to a one win football team with the season on the line. Why are you smiling about David and your friendship? I understand you guys are friends. Now's not the time.
2: Nobody gives a shit right now, buddy.
1: Now's not the time.
2: Oh my God.
1: Ugh. <laughs> they keep asking Rodgers about Rodgers, and uh, it, they, they asked him today if he regrets. Not retiring. <laughs> I want LaFleur asked if he regrets giving Rogers that contract. Yeah. Like this is dude, Aaron Rodgers is gonna make sixty million dollars cash next year. <sighs> if he decides to come back, which he probably will because he doesn't want to go out like this. So
2: yeah. here here's here's an interesting dilemma in, in quandary I've been discussing with a couple people this afternoon. If the Packers end up being bad enough for like a top five pick. I think they're sitting at, like, number eight right now, based on where the standings and tiebreakers and stuff are. If they end up in a top five pick, like, they have to draft a quarterback, right? That's the only chance that this team has had for a top five pick in almost 20 years. You you can make that call before Jordan Love, his, uh, his fifth-year option, is one that you have to kick in because they don't have to wait until – yeah. they don't have to make that decision until after the draft, so – like if you're if you're drafting in the top five, figure out which of like Stroud and Caleb Williams and Bryce Young you like and go
1: get him. Like
2: i are <laughs> never gonna I don't have another chance at like that. that. I don't
1: know. I don't think they're gonna because I mean, for whatever reason they think that this team can compete right now, right? I mean, not only did they go into the offseason and were like, Yeah, Jaron Reed, we can just play you a defensive end opposite of Dean Lowry, like <laughs> Sammy Watkins, you'll be good enough at wide receiver for us to compete. But at the trade deadline, they tried to trade for all these wide receivers. And that's just crazy to me. You're, you're way further away. I was looking at the, the Goot draft picks. Um, and I'm not team fire Goot or anything. Yeah. At least yet. Like, I don't think he's done anything bad. like, he would have done the things that I would have done. So how mm-hmm. how can I call for him getting canned? All right. But I was looking at the draft picks, and it's like, there's not that many guys batting above kind of where they've been drafted at the very least. Like, mm-hmm. even you look at, like, Gary, who hopefully is healthy enough to finish out the season. That'd yeah. be, that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare injury. I don't even want to talk about that just yet. But, like, Gary was drafted 12th, right? He's a two-year starter on a rookie deal. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Did he bat? Like, are they getting a ton of value out of these draft picks? Christian Watson, they traded two second-round picks for him. He's literally on his fifth injury right now of the season. Devontae Wyatt made a play today, and I joked that it was his first snap of the season. (laughs) They just don't play the guy. Like, there's just not very many cheap contracts where guys are outperforming their draft value. And yeah. that's what builds a championship roster. It's not. It, it was. Are, yeah.
2: it, it's, it's, you know, it's all the fourth round offensive linemen that Ted found, right? Yeah. It's, it's trading up, getting a guy like clay at 26 and, you know, getting top 10 value out of him and, you know, having him be a, you know, at least for a good stretch, like a, a DPOI candidate. Um
1: it,
2: it's it's consistently hitting on your second and third round wide receiver picks every year, year after year, after year. Like, yeah, that's, that's where you, you make your money as a GM is, is like you said, it's finding surplus value. And um, too often this, you know, under Goody, they haven't had a third round pick that has been anywhere near worthy of that, that status. Like it's nice that Josiah DeGar is getting into the the game plan a little bit more these last couple of weeks, but that's still a third round pick that you spent on your like third tight end. Um, so, yeah, it, it's 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 not a it's not a great track record and and I'm with you. I'm not I'm not ready to pull the ripcord on on Goody by any means right now. Um, to say that you know the Packers didn't you know, didn't sufficiently plan for being with, without Devonte Adams. Well, yeah, they tried to bring Devonte Adams back. That was, you know, a yeah. huge portion of this off season was, you know, trying to get him to come back. So that was the goal going into the off season was not to not have Devonte Adams. Um, but yeah, the, the eval piece, um, the the draft classes, it's definitely a, a concern. And, um, and like you said, those building blocks just, just haven't been there on a consistent basis these last five years.
1: I, I think the team, if they want to, right, they can compete next year in terms of, like, getting into the playoffs, all that stuff. I'm, I'm sure they could figure out something that looks better than this on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not questioning that at all, right? Yeah. But I think if they were really honest and took a hard look at it, they would say – our window opens up in 2024. That's the next time, like if we get under these, if we get out of some of these contracts and stuff, right. And, you know, we, we can take the cap hit of like, okay, David's, you know, Bakhtiari is going to be gone right in the off season. Let's just take our medicine right now. I think that's when it opens up. The problem is I still have no idea. And I talked about this with, Archon on on uh intercepted. I have no idea how any of these timelines work out, man. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers is thirty-eight years old. He's about to turn thirty-nine. Can you tell him like, hey, 2024? I don't yeah. think he can. So I don't <laughs> I don't know what you like at this point, would it be the worst idea to be like, hey, the team isn't built around for success for Aaron Rodgers, at least in the near future. This guy's old. So at least do him right and like send him and get some draft picks back for it. Yeah. In the off season, I know it's gonna suck. I know it's gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> and like maybe you should have done it a year before, right? I mean that's what everyone says. You'd rather be a year early than a year late. But we're here now, and it's like I don't, I don't really see a path of how it gets significantly better next year. Yep. And I think that's the timeline that Rogers is at least operating on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. Wait, look look at where we are. Three and six. <laughs> and I know people bring up the close games, and I've been the close games guy. The Packers <laughs> haven't lost that many close games relative to how many they won. I mean, they did win an overtime against Bailey Zappi. I think it's like two and four. Um So it's like one game of a difference. This team is essentially a 500 team.
2: It's going to be a tough
1: race in the NFC. And that even feels generous. Like, again,
2: this, this offense, Paul, Paul did a, Noonan did a great thing this week talking about, you know, the, the, the way the fourth down failures have affected this team and like the, the turnovers in the red zone. And it's, again paul looks like a prophet for, for the way this game turned out right focusing yeah. on you know things like you know yards per point um you don't want to have to be in in the bottom in terms of like the most yards relative to to the points that you score they had like almost you,
1: 400 yards or something yeah, today
2: 389 yards and they scored 9 points yeah that's Crazy. that's insanity and the, and yet again uh and they did that by the way against Again, a historically bad defense in, in Detroit that's, uh, you know, putting up quite literally, you know, historic numbers in terms of DVOA and some of these other, um, yeah, EPA numbers and things. So, um, yeah, for them to just again, go out and, you know, not even crack double digits against that, that team situationally on offense, they just look completely lost and, and then the other one that killed me was in that the very last drive the last series when everything you know kind of goes to hell again in the red zone um the packers took a timeout right before fourth down because the play clock was running down to zero and then they come out of the timeout and they have to rush to get the snap off because yeah. they don't get to the line until there was 8 seconds left on the play clock how
1: in the hell does that happen <laughs> they were they were all combined i mean that happened a couple times during the game where yeah the packers for what for whatever reason the packers had kind of gotten away with that i mean i know we made fun of aaron Rodgers for taking it down to the one the pass rushers are just like auto jump right they just teleport into the backfield because they're like if you're going to snap the ball it's literally on this second um they've gotten away from that like this year but for whatever reason in this lines game it appeared again it appeared multiple times I felt like there were five different plays
2: in this game where the, the play clock on the screen looked like it hit zero before they snapped the ball. They didn't get called for a delay on any of them. They had to call a timeout once or twice on them. But um, I mean, even
1: on the timeouts, there were the defensive players. I looked at it a couple of times and, you know, lines corners are like flagging to throw a flag. And they're like, dude, that was like multiple seconds after Uh that. They like that. I don't There's a lot of problems with this team. And again, this is why I think, it's patently absurd that this team tried to trade a first-round pick for DJ Moore. That's nuts.
2: There's there is no chance that this team is one or probably even two players away from being a contending team. This yeah. is not a good football team. End of
1: story. Yeah. I want to talk about the guys that they have were rumored to grab or, mm-hmm. or to be in on the uh, conversation with, I guess is the way that they put it. DJ Moore, apparently they were going to give up a first-round pick for him. Six-foot, 210 pounds. Um, You know, Darren Waller, who's obviously a tight end. And then Chase Claypool, who's like 230. This has – they're still only looking at big wide receivers. Big bodies. All over it. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, looking at the draft, and everyone's going to want one. Again, the guy's going to be uh, Quinn Johnston. Mm-hmm. That's really it in the first round, <laughs> unless you're unless they grab a guy like A.T. Perry. And this is a Packers team that, frankly, there's not enough young talent on the roster right now. This yeah. is a team that, if they get, like, the eighth pick in the draft, they should probably trade back and get more picks. But they gave up two seconds in this last draft. They drafted two guys in the first round. You'd barely be able to tell. This mm-hmm. year. I this is this team is rudderless. I yeah. don't know what this team does. The one guy on the offense who can generate yards is Aaron Jones, and his contract is ballooned so large that you have to have a conversation about letting him go or not. Like how dumb is this team constructed? <laughs> like this team is not ready to compete right now. It's not. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and we all know that COVID messed with the finances of, of NFL teams, you know, two two years ago. And the Packers are still paying for that as you know, as they had to kick the can down the line with a bunch of the, the dead money and, and void years and all that stuff coming into play, um, you know, to field viable teams in 2020 and 21. But yeah, there's there are some some genuinely puzzling decisions when it comes to uh some of those contract structures. And, and you know, the and, and again, we've talked about Bakhtiari and just the timing of his injury, right? If if that doesn't happen when it does. You know, literally what six weeks after he signs his giant extension yeah. in 2020, like we're, you know, that's a, that's a whole different conversation too. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you're looking at, at the Bach deal, the, the Aaron Jones deal, both being, you know, how do you carry those guys on those cap hits next year? There's, especially with Jones, you, you absolutely can't, you've got to do something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be. It it, again, it's tough, like you said, tough to see how this team is,
1: you know, a viable Super Bowl contender next year. Would you, what would it take for you to trade Rodgers? Oh boy, that's I feel like that's (laughs) not a fair
2: question right now after today's game and after his comments, this (laughs) like after this game. Um, the the APC Slack is going up right now talking about what a putz he is and like how how ridiculous, you know, he's he's acting right now. But um I mean it's gotta be multiple first round picks still, right? Like he's still I think so. He's still a recent two time MVP. Um you know, I don't know if I don't know if I were another team's GM if I would offer that, but I think I think you can probably get that for him.
1: The last year, I said three, I think it was three first. Mm -hmm. And then, or it was like two first and Derek Carr. I think that's like the best that I had come up with. Um, Teams with two first round picks. The Seattle Seahawks. The Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Denver Broncos. I think the only team that would really Seattle see would Seattle do it. Oh man, Schneider <laughs> would Seattle would way, do it? But
2: the way Geno's playing, I mean, they they won okay. again today in in Arizona. Like Geno's playing great ball right now. I don't know. Like they just they just were on the other side of that deal. I can't. I, I would have I would have trouble seeing them turn around and then give up, you know, give up a bunch of picks for Rogers a year after
1: they got a bunch of picks for Ross. The other thing, Archon and I brought up in the preview of this game was Lafleur's probably done enough that he doesn't have to stick around for the rebuild. If he wanted to go do TV for a year or two and do the Sean Payton thing. Oh, and man. he gets to pick his own spot at quarterback. Like, would you blame him? Nope. The cupboards are pretty, but like, I wouldn't blame him. I'd be like, dang, that sucks, but I understand. I, I wouldn't blame him
2: for you know, want, yeah, wanting to go to a place where he could he could mold a a young quarterback in in the image that he wants, right? Yeah. Um, rather than having to you know deal with a forty year old. Grumpy guy who is just kinda gonna gonna do whatever the hell he wants to do.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh, All right. Boy. Um feels like a good time. Go to break and then uh we'll vibe checks. I'm mm-hmm. sure you could guess how that's gonna go.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience.
1: And we're back. Okay. The offensive side of the ball. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, just, can't, I still cannot believe they threw the interception on the David Bakhtiari uh, is eligible play. And, and the and fact that they would make him run a route when he's hel- not healthy enough to play a full fucking football game.
2: The, the most hilarious part about that play to me is still the fact that he was open. And yes. if Rodgers actually just you know puts his arm into it, and if if he doesn't underthrow it by five, five yards, he's got Bakhtiari wide open for that touchdown. <laughs> so, um, oh my god, can can we split this down into like between the twenties and red zone because red zone vibe checks are are negative numbers, horrific, just like negative ten out of ten.
1: <laughs> How did Aaron Jones only have twenty five rushing yards today? <sighs> That's
2: crazy. I mean, there was a point in the middle of the second quarter where they're like, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Jones just got his fourth touch of the game. Like, I think, I think he literally had three or four touches in the first quarter of the, of this football game. I and that was what the, they kept and going that was, to AJ
1: Dillon. And that was with the
2: Packers actually moving the ball mm-hmm. and, and holding on to the ball for, for a decent amount of time in, in the first half. I mean, their first drive was a 13 play, 88 yard drive, took six minutes off the clock and in an in a interception next drive 7 plays 57 another pick and then there was the uh, a a 12th play 61 yard drive that ended at the the fourth and goal uh, i'm sorry that was the fourth and 3 um at like the 38 yard line so like they had they had plenty of opportunity um and just for whatever reason didn't seem like
1: they were all that interested in getting jones worked into the game plan and i know they're like a man heavy team and stuff like that and at the goal line, I understand the goal line stuff. Like the lines were basically yeah. like jacking up the box as much as you can. But you would think you would be able to get Eric Jones, like line him up at wide receiver and like have him do some end rounds every once in a while. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure that would work. I, I just don't get it. Um, Kylan Hill got a touch. Kylan Hill's back. I'm happy for Kylan. <laughs> One one of the bright spots of the game. Um, The other guy who returned was Chris Barnes, who had a weird day, certified weird day. So the game started, and we're talking about defense now, but the game started. Isaiah McDuffie got his first NFL start after he played basically his first game on defense this past weekend uh, or last weekend. Got a start and then was benched within like three plays. Chris Barnes, who's been on IR for a month, um, comes in. And basically replaces him outside of like a goal line stand and then he ends up getting hurt himself. And it's like what the heck are we doing? We're playing guys who like aren't even practicing yeah. to be starters. Guys I mean, Chris Barnes was I think he's been in practice for like three days. Maybe two. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he, he just came back on on Wednesday. That sounds right. So uh...
1: Aaron Rodgers didn't know Kylan Hill was activated and was gonna play in this game earlier this week, like on a Thursday, (laughs) on Thursday, he got a carry. Oh my God. Well, the other
2: thing we haven't touched on in this game is the fact that the Packers had seven starters leave the game with injuries at different times. Um, I guess that six or seven, depending on how you see Christian Watson, but Dobbs busts his ankle was seen on crutches and in a walking boot. boot after the game. Eric Stokes, same situation. Uh, Runyon at least came back in the game and, you know, in the second quarter, uh, after leaving on the first drive and, and he came back and played the rest of the way. Then you've got the Bakhtiari thing where he plays the whole first half, then sits out almost the entire second half until he comes back in for the last drive. Watson probably got concussed again. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I mean, he took a big hit and, and they pulled him to, to do an evaluation. And then Rashawn Gary and Aaron Jones both going out and, and not coming back. Um, just an absolute uh, mess and, and, and just a, a mash unit in this game for for the Packers. And the Lions had a couple of uh a couple of rough injuries too that, that came on during the game. So man, I don't know if there's something about that turf at Ford Field. Um this does I was feel joking like joking
1: an... they're they're playing on a, a rug over rocks and glass. Like guys were <laughs> just going down like crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it this definitely feels like another data point for the you know abolish
1: artificial turf uh, talking point across the NFL. I guess the one positive is like the offensive line. They seem to know their pecking order on the offensive line. They're like, yes, "Yeah, our sixth guy is Zach Tom. And it
2: doesn't matter what position goes down. Yeah. Zach Tom is the guy. Yeah.
1: Anything other than center, basically, at this point, maybe even center because, you know, Hanson is on injured reserve right now. Yeah. Um, it would have been interesting to see if, I, I bet they probably would have put in Newman if you know Runyon left for a bit and then they they never crossed over Runyon and Bakhtiari being off of the field right. at the same time. If they would have and they had to bring in another guard, I wonder if they would have brought in Newman, which probably would have I,
2: I yeah, I would assume that Tom would have been out at left tackle for Bakhtiari and, and Newman would have come on at right guard. That that seems like
1: the the logical approach. At receiver so Watkins missed a good amount of time. Dobbs missed basically the whole game, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Lazard and Toure, that was basically the show. I mean, Lazard just throws up the sideline. Can you make a contested catch and man coverage? Yeah. And then Toure, he had some shots thrown at him. He caught a 25-yarder. He probably could have caught, like, what was it, like a 40-yarder? If he was had given a better ball. Yep. Yeah,
2: but, uh, That that – that well could have been a touchdown if he puts a little more, uh, loft on that and, and gets it to carry a little bit. But, uh, instead, yeah, Kirby Joseph made a great play on it. Uh, it, it does, it is interesting though. Like it keeps seeming like it takes an injury and, you know, late into the game before the Packers actually turn to Touré and start giving him significant snaps. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, just these last two games, I think he's shown at least enough that you should be sprinkling him in a little bit more in the game plan early on in the game. But it seems like, you know, in, in this one, it was, you know, after Dobbs get goes out after Watson goes out, that was when he finally started getting some playing time and uh and getting a couple targets. I, I would like to see a little more of him early in games. If, if those guys are, even if those guys are healthy and then again, you know, Dobbs looks like he'll probably be out for a couple of weeks, at least with, yeah. with that ankle, if not, you know, if not the season, um, and who knows? Again, Watson, you know, if he did get a concussion, that's back-to-back weeks with a concussion. I would imagine if that's the case, you know, he'll be hard pressed to play next week. So, yeah. um, yeah, maybe this will be the you know Toure's breakout next week
1: against. Well, yeah, we'll get into Dallas, that in a second too. A great Dallas oh, team. God. Um, so yeah, I mean, that would give you Watkins, Lazard, Toure, Amari, and then. Maybe Randall Cobb at some point. And when did yeah. he go on IR? He was on oh, week seven. So he's not eligible to return just yet. So, well, Jawan Rinfrey coming back up, I bet. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, now, th- now also, that means that Touré and Amari are the only two receivers who have not missed significant time with an injury yet this year because Lazard missed last week. All the other guys have missed time. I mean, Cobb's on IR. Watkins just came off IR. Watson has been in and out the entire season. Yeah. So, um,
1: that's what makes yeah. it hard. Like, gosh, how much chemistry do you even think Christian Watson has with Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers didn't show up in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Watson had the knee surgery in season. He's been battling hamstrings and now back to back weeks with concussions. Yep. So this whole thing is supposed to be built around, like, think of it this way, right? The Packers offseason next year, they don't have a lot of cap space to say, okay, we got to go into the draft, take one big swing at a wide receiver because we already have Dobbs and we have Watson. We need one more guy that we can invest in. But Rodgers is still going to have to lean on Watson and Dobbs while that rookie then goes through the growing pains. I don't even know if he has the chemistry with Watson right now. Yeah, He talked about, you know, we have all these plays that are drawn up for Watson. Watson got zero carries and he got two targets in this game. I know he left early, but... There was no evidence that they had all these plays that they draw up for him. Yeah.
2: Well, and it it was interesting. I think the, the play that he got hurt on, I think that was his, was it his first like significant downfield target with Rogers, at quarterback? Um, Cause that was kind of a, you know, a nice intermediate crosser for about 18 yards. Yeah. Um, I don't think Rogers has has really thrown a pass to him on like a normal route. Or at t- up to this point in the season, other than the, the drop on the very first play of the game against Minnesota,
1: yeah, so. it's been mostly just like end arounds and like screen things and flats yeah. and stuff, yeah. So, oh, yeah. oh man, oh <laughs> brother, all right, um, five check offense, it's like a seven in between the 20s. I think mm-hmm. I think it's still concerning. They can never run and pass. It's always one or the other. Um, the red zone is terrible, though. Negative, yeah. negative 5,000 yep. in the red zone. I can't believe it. Again, the stats are 2 of 9 for 7 yards, 2 interceptions inside the red zone. That's crazy. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Again, and, and
2: looking at some of the stats, right? Packers were 8 of 15 on third down. Uh I maybe their best third down performance of the year. Uh again, 389 total yards. And then 0 for 4 in the red zone, 0 for 2 on goal to go, two picks, 0 for 3 on fourth down. Just again, situational offense
1: is such a challenge for this team. Let's go to the defensive side. The biggest thing I want to talk about Gary. Yeah. If Gary if Gary's out and there were when I say Twitter doctors," I'm sure people know what I mean, right? <laughs> it, it's like actual people who have degrees who, for some reason, the fantasy football world, has demanded that they start analyzing NFL injuries based off of video, right? That's what I mean by Twitter doctors. The Twitter doctors are coming out and saying, Gary could have a season-ending injury based off it was a non-contact injury, it was the knee he pulled it up to his chest and started grabbing it almost immediately um if that's the case this defense is going to take significant steps backwards yep that's the only guy who can get any sort of pressure consistently in you know one-on-one situations and the whole packers defense is basically built to get you into one-on-ones like it's built so that gary can get pressure when that guy is going to become uh, JJ and Igbaré or Jonathan Garvin, who's oh. had some terrible reps today. Um, he's back in the lineup after being a healthy scratch for back-to-back weeks. That guy might be a starter now, right? Yeah. That, that guy was a healthy scratch for back-to-back weeks. He might be a down-to-down starter as a pass rusher in the spot that you put your best player in. Basically, if if Gary is out, this team is going to get a lot worse on the defensive side. Yeah.
2: That there's not much more to add there. That pretty much, uh, yeah, that that sums it up because because nobody else has has been able to to consistently get pressure. Preston Smith is is still a decent player, but you know he's making his money setting the edge against the run. Yeah. He's not doing it chasing down the quarterback.
1: And Kenny, it's been a quiet month for Kenny. Yeah, I don't know what's been happening there. I need to dig into <sighs> that more. But
0: Reed Lowry. With- yeah,
1: these guys aren't getting pressure at all. I mean, Jared Goff had that play at the goal line. I can't remember if it was third or fourth down. Um, And the Packers sent five and Goff is just back there patting the ball because they sent Gary on a stunt. So it takes them a little bit longer to get to him. And it's like, OK, so you're putting it on Lowry, Reed and Preston Smith to be the guys who get after the quarterback and are like the timer set for the pocket. And Goss just back there patting the ball. He gets to his third read and throws a touchdown. And it's like, these guys aren't good enough. No. A lot of these guys are not good enough.
2: Yeah. Well, and and you saw the the first drive when they brought six on fourth and goal from or fourth and one, whatever. Um, and that freed up Gary for basically coming unblocked off the edge because they had one more rusher than they could account for, and he got there on a straight line and and Affected the throw and, and forced an incomplete pass. So, yeah. um, certainly nobody else has that type of of explosiveness off the line and and closing ability on the quarterback. Um, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real challenge uh, to see if this team can find a way to to scheme up pressure in a way that they haven't really had to as much
1: because Gary can do so much of it one on one on his own. Yeah, and it's gonna be hard on the fly doing that against this Cowboys team that's playing really good. That's yeah. a very good football team. I don't know yep. if have we played a team I guess we played the Bills. I was going to say have we played a team that good this season. And I think the Bills is the only answer. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys defense is right up there with them. So. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like this defense is ready for uh a little bit of an implosion. We have the Jair mm-hmm. Alexander late hit and he's like waving at the crowd as like get yeah, louder. That was, that Savage was still can't make a tackle. Stokes like is hurt. That. Inside did, linebacker's yeah. a mess right now. I mean it's like <laughs> Devondre didn't practice all week, but like McDuffie's too small. Barnes is now banged up. Like he's got he's gotta come back. For a meaningless game, he has to come back. Yep. Like great. Awesome. Oh, oh, man. Defense, yeah. I'm going to give. They were playing good for or holding together, I should mm-hmm. say, for most of the game. I don't know, like a six. They still yeah. are frustrating in some of the worst ways where it's like third and two, and it's like your corners are off five yards. And yeah. Just stuff like that where it's like, all right, do we do we know what the sticks are? Someone on the sideline, they do this in college ball, right? They hold up the number of, like, how many yards there are to go on the play, or they, like, put up, like, the the money sign when it's, like, third down. Yeah. Do we need to do that? with? with... <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for free if it's going to help. But do we need to do that? Because these guys oh, seem God. to, like, not know, like, where on the field that they are. The other crazy thing
2: to me, too, is, like, just undisciplined penalties. Again, you mentioned the Jair one. Um, What was the penalty that gave, uh, gave Detroit? I think it was on their touchdown, their second touchdown drive. They had a, a second and 20 and Packers took a penalty in the secondary or something that, that yeah. gave them a, a free first down after being on like second or third and long. And it's, it's, and you could feel right. Like as soon as that happened, because they had them backed up in their own territory, Detroit took a holding penalty to sent it back at like second and 20. And you just felt like when they gave them that first down off the penalty, uh, it, it was, it was one of those, I think I even said something in Slack, like, Oh, here comes the long sustained touchdown drive. Now that they got that, that first, first down. And yeah, that was when they went down and, and scored their second, second time in the game. So um just, yeah, these uh, the, the frustrating, you know, sustained drives that, you know, they and they they did they give up over fifty percent to Detroit on third downs again in this game. Yeah. So you know, if they it feels like if they just if they don't get the big player, they don't get a penalty on the offense to to set them back in in a bad down and distance that you can just count on them giving up the the long sustained drive and giving up a couple of third downs and you know letting a team into the end zone. I
1: think the funniest moment and probably best encapsulates the uh, Packers team this year, was Rodgers standing up. They kept cutting to Rodgers on the actual last Lions drive, right? And he's standing up, he's standing up, he's standing up, and then uh, the Lions convert their first third down, and then you see him sit down on the bench, and he's like, ah, they're going to be out here for a while. And that's how it feels. It's like if, if you can get the ball rolling and you can get them on the field after that first third down, it's like, okay. You yeah. can do whatever you want to this team until the 20 yard line and then maybe it changes up a little bit but you can push the ball down the field in a yeah. field goal range at the very least so just <sighs> just a bummer just a bummer I don't think I I've been thinking about this more and more and like would we cuz the the Raiders aren't very good either right now yeah if you haven't been keeping up with the NFL um would this actually be better with Devontae? And I don't think it fixes like the structural things on the offensive side. Obviously, you get a better wide receiver, which definitely helps. Then I like start doing the math on like Devondre Campbell contract and uh, the Russell Douglas contract because they're probably gone yeah. if he comes back. I I don't think they're really the problem, though. Yeah, like that. That's what I keep going back to. I'm like. Rasul is not the problem. Like Devondre had a terrible start to the season, but I think he's been playing a little better recently. Agreed. I don't think he's the problem. And it's like, what do we need? And it's like, we need two new defensive linemen, a safety, (laughs) probably a couple receivers, and then maybe someone to replace Aaron Jones. Oh, also Robert Tunyon is going to be a free agent. And it's like, (sighs) that's a lot. Me a lot I don't of think that you can fix that in one off season. I really yeah. don't
2: No, And not when you don't have any money to spend. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's, it, the only, the, the only silver lining is that it's certainly seems like the Packers are going to have some pretty high
1: draft picks in 2023. <laughs> yeah. Someone said that it's, oh. we have potential for our first top five pick since uh, Tony Manderich. Like, wasn't AJ, oh. Hawk, what, wasn't AJ Hawk? Wasn't AJ Hawk number five? I think Hawk or was, he was fit, six. sixth.
2: I think he, he was six. Sixth.
1: Okay. I think he was sixth. But yeah, that is a that is a pretty no. Hawk was heads, fifth so. overall, but was he? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, but reg- regardless, like that's that's still painful. That's and that gets back at what I was saying earlier, right? Like this team doesn't draft. They haven't drafted in the top ten even since. Uh, Was it was BJ Raji in 2009. Um, so they've had, you know, two picks in the top 10 since Tony Mandarich (laughs) in, in 30, basically 32, 33 years of of football. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like if they end up at top five, like you're never going to get a better chance to take your swing at a quarterback. And I understand that, you know, if Rogers is going to be coming back, that that's going to, make things awkward
1: for a little while, but I don't know. I I just I think if that happens, Rogers is asking for a trade immediately, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, he... which like, I understand. I get it yeah. at this point. If that's the other thing is like, I've, I'm coming to peace with a lot of these things, right? Like the floor, <laughs> like the post Rogers. Does he want to stick around? If you don't, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. If Rogers today was like, Hey, let's do the farewell tour. I'm not going to be in green Bay for long. Um, Just don't feel like we're, we we just don't feel like our timelines match up well. Yeah. I feel like we'd be like, okay, let's try to win a couple ball games. Right. Without, I mean, if you can get a couple, I mean, it might take, I don't want to talk too much about this quarterback class because people (laughs) get very heated when you give out quarterback evaluations. (laughs) stroud i don't think he's that good yeah there's there's something missing with him he reminds me a lot of like goff kirk cousins like that level of quarterback i think the guy is bryce young but if bryce young is going number one i I do wonder like the packers are going to have a pick what can they get for Rodgers? could they package up and get bryce young that would be fun at least we would have something tied up into the future (laughs) um because again I don't think it's love. I think the love dream has been given up on a couple yeah. years ago. I don't yeah. know. It's going to be it's going to be a weird year. Yeah, it's already been a weird year and we're only halfway through, man. Yeah. Eight more of these to go. <laughs> it's crazy we're only halfway through and it's like is there who do you think the highest ranking person that Packers fans don't want to get rid of is? Because, like, Murphy's been catching hell forever. Yeah. I think, I don't know, maybe it's Lafleur. People want Good out. People want Joe Barry out. People are saying Stano's going to be one and done at offensive yeah. coordinator, even though LaFleur's calling plays. It, feels like, yeah,
2: it feels like Lafleur is maybe the, the one at that, like, coordinator coordinator level or above who, you know, people aren't calling for his head just yet, at least not
1: significantly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, got a whole half a year left. Uh, we'll get injury reports up on Monday. Hopefully they give us something. Um, a lot of times they end up just saying, like, I'll give you an update on Wednesday, which would kind of suck with this many injuries, especially that now that we know, like, half of the team is on crutches and the other half is in a walking boot. <laughs> um, I mean, those are going to be huge. Those are going to be huge for the, the rest of the year. If Sean Gary can't. Go this year, and if he has an ACL tear, I mean, we've seen it. Like, oh my god, that could cost him the first. Don't even put that the on. The,
2: don't put that out in the universe, man. I can't I handle know. that.
1: I know. Oh, it could be ugly. It could be yeah. ugly real quick. Um, yeah. keep it tuned to the feed. I'm sure we're gonna have. I'm excited to listen to Rae this week.
2: Oh, Paul, Paul, Paul should be taking some victory laps on. Um, you know, like I said, his his fourth down and his like red zone turnover. Uh, analysis from this last week because that like I said that uh that very much came true and, and illustrated his points this afternoon.
1: Man. You never want Aaron Rodgers being your leading rusher. Also <laughs> by the way I threw a couple picks. That's that's how his press conference went. It was very Yeah funny.
2: that was that was an interesting fun way to phrase it, buddy. God <laughs> you know, oh man.
1: All right. Uh go pack go
2: go pack go and go and everybody who's listening make sure this is what coming out monday make sure you get your butts out there and vote on tuesday uh as a person who works works the polls um just want to get that out there in the universe so get out there get your votes in do your thing and uh and yeah at that with that i'll leave you with a go pack go
0: more to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of